I'm super happy. Are you happy? Welcome to the BU Find Happy Podcast. Here you'll find tips and tricks to inspire you on your way to happiness, to live a courageous life of authenticity, and learn how to speak your truth with grace. I'm Michaela Johnson, and welcome to our podcast. recording okay and the list um things that we've been kind of talking about this morning is um harp and the fires and the earthquakes and the hurricanes and all that they're doing to usher in climate change which ultimately is going to usher in the 15 minute cities the smart cities which will usher in the social credit system but what i've got on the list is the maui fires cryptocurrency epstein corruption Okay. Um, this and then, of course, the big news is the Trump turning himself in in Georgia, which we know, you know, sure, it probably has some legal and political ramifications as far as choice. Um, but there's so much more in terms of symbolism. Right. I mean, my belief is that if anything is fact checked and proven as false by a conspiracy theory you know if the fact checkers say a conspiracy theory is false then it's more than likely true right because most of this stuff comes from people that were working in these in these spaces that then couldn't handle emotionally um what they were seeing and so they started telling someone right and that's how these things become you know true well not become true are true and are exposed Exactly. And so, um, yeah, so the big news, you know, this morning, last night, this morning is Trump's arrest in Fulton County, Georgia. Um, I'm really not that familiar with that neck of the woods. I'm not uh, sure what the significance of that is, you know, from a political standpoint, but guaranteed it's it's a political move by Trump and his team. Well, there's there's theory that he never he that he never relinquished the football there's theory that he's still in control of the military um that biden was never in control of the military as evidenced by the fact he got the uh, funeral salute at the inauguration um and my guess is some of the conspiracy theorists the oh, call them conspiracy factists the especially QAnon, will start putting out stuff today that that links all these connections because nothing trump ever does is without purpose ch- chess player purpose i mean right. very strategic art of war stuff right and so we've got this whole you know political system in our country which is run by people that are not elected by the American people. Um, and this is one thing that, you know, something that I think, you know, we get kind of ca- we get caught up when we forget about it, but it doesn't matter who we vote for. It doesn't matter who gets elected into office. They're not running the country. It's the, the whole shadow government is actually running the country, the CIA, the FBI, the, the appointed people that, uh, that are unelected are actually running the country. Joe Biden's not a president. He's a puppet. And it's, he's, and, and, you know, I feel 
you know, as a human, I feel bad for the fact that he's in the position he's in because he's a shell of what he used to be as a, as a human. He has literally has no idea what he's doing. Kamala Harris isn't really all that smart. Um, you know, she, her fucking speechwriter sounds like, you know, her speechwriter sounds like they're, they must be like seven or eight years old. Her speeches are friggin' nonsense. She's not particularly smart. And I think, though, that's all part of the staging. And, uh, you know, I mean, I feel like they're intentionally setting this up. You know, I used to I don't know where I, where I feel about that. Part of it feels like, yeah, this is all, you know, a game and they're just acting. Part of me is like, how can they pull this off for so many years and not screw it up? Think about it. If you're working with a population of people that comply out of fear right they their mind capacity for critical thinking is null true they literally melt down at the side of aunt jemima in the grocery store right you've got to dumb down your speeches however but it's like you know the rest of us that are watching what's going on every time every literally every public appearance that the president and vice president make i mean they can't fuck it up any worse and it's been incredibly consistent. Joe Biden is obviously in decline because every time he's out in public, he's a little bit worse than he was before. And I'm, I find it really hard to believe that they're acting and they're getting it this good out in public first take. No, 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 no. I don't think they're I don't think they're acting. Let me back up. I think they were intentionally put in these positions because of their inability. I don't disagree. But with I you think at all. the people that are driving the show know well know what they're doing with having oh, absolutely. this level in. But but the if we zoom out though and we really take a look at the bigger issue here, the bigger issue is that there is an, an evil cabal, an evil global elite um, that are literally driven by satanic forces. And they don't hide it. They don't hide it. They and don't now, even try to hide it. And now, and and not to believe that the devil is alive and well is just stupid because it, he he is, and he is vying for souls right now at levels that we have never seen. I mean, we've talked a lot about debauchery on this podcast, but more importantly, these global elites believe that they are going to have everlasting life and fortunes and riches and the devil is delivering them right now right and so there is no limit to what these psychopaths will do in terms of you know literally manipulating the weather to light our country on fire and harp is the funny thing is is when i first started talking talking about harp was about 15 years ago because I was actually out at a book signing event and there was the science fiction <laughs> department and um, there was a guy out there with a book that he had written about weather manipulation. And I was, my mom was watching my booth and I was kind of walking around. Mom said, go check out the other books and stuff. There's some really cool stuff. And I was walking around and I met this other author. And that was when I first started hearing about Harp. And I remember talking to people about it and, and them being like, yeah, no, that, that is, we do not have the ability to do that. Well, now chemtrails are well known. Harp is well known. There's no conspiracy anymore. Right. So here you have a gentleman who was working in this industry, who was, you know, working at some weather vane in the Arctic Circle that saw things and was like, this isn't right. This is going to have a really bad impact. Right. 
he could see that this was not a good thing, that people needed to be aware that we had the ability to do this and that it was in the hands of some shitty people. Right. And it's, oh, it's conspiracy. Oh, that's a conspiracy. But the conspiracy theories have been proven fact. And then people seem to forget that. Right. Like. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, you know, I, I flew up in Alaska for 20 years and uh, there's there's a harp station on the Tanana Flats down toward Ninana, uh, south of Ninana. And, you know, it's it's restricted airspace. You can't fly over it. Um, but you drive past the main gate on the on the highway and you know it says right on the freaking sign what it is you can't miss it i'm thinking to myself what the hell is this what's harp and so i started doing some reading and it's like this is a weather manipulation thing well and remember i just i just saw that uh gentleman's posting he's whistleblowing about well it's not really whistleblowing he's just sharing like this is dangerous about that station that's up in um in the arctic circle um sorry no it might not be it's antarctica, antarctica. and they are producing energy lightning from the ground up from inside the earth up if if, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that if you put something with a lot of energy into rock and make it explode you're gonna get a freaking earthquake right i mean it's like it doesn't take much and so what's wild is that all this biblical prophecy is literally unfolding as written as written and people are not drawing the connection i mean a lot of people are but i'm talking about the fact that there are people that still believe this is climate change and not weather modification is mind-blowing to me right absolutely um you know uh back in the 1940s everybody knows who nikola tesla was um you know the inventor of the cell phone literally um he who was offed because of his ability to create zero point energy we should add so anyway so um yeah so nikola tesla developed a way to extract the earth's energy without wires without power generation plants um it's just use the earth's natural energy field to light light bulbs and stuff like that's cool as hell but he also developed uh, an earthquake machine because he figured out that at certain frequencies everything has a vibration everything vibrates at a certain frequency if you can match that vibration you can manipulate what that object is doing you can make it float you can destroy it you can do a lot without even having to touch it. God's creation is spectacular, isn't it? And just by matching the frequency. So Nikola Tesla created what everybody refers to as that earthquake machine, where it's a machine that would find whatever frequency... You're going to wake the boys up. Find the frequency of an object, and it would, you know, literally vibrate it until it started to crumble. And so everybody, you know, talks about, like, the, uh, the walls of Jericho, where... The trumpets and they got the harmonic vibration and the walls crumbled this is the technology that we have this is the technology that the government has where they've got an, literally they have an earthquake machine that nikola tesla invented back in the late 30s early 40s and they can take that technology and they can literally shake the fucking earth and 
they can cause earthquakes. They can communicate with it. Um, and what's wild is like with the Maui fires, I mean, literally there are video of electric lightning bolts that are so targeted and so specific coming down and starting those fires. And what's funny is this is prophesied. It's prophesied that fire will rise up from the center of the earth and people were like, oh, it's a volcano. No, they're talking about freaking lightning levels of fire and then come down from the heavens, you know? And, and, and this has been spoken of. It's, it's, it's being described. And for people to think that this is just some, you know, oh, we're farting too much or the cows are farting too much and we're creating this problem is just utterly naive. Um, and what's funny is my experience with people of late is that the majority of people that I interact with on the left have zero tolerance um, for anything other than what they believe or have been told they should believe and yeah. and get nasty quickly. They do not know how to have a, a healthy conversation that engages in, you know, rational thought. And they, they very quickly start to treat you like you're an infant, like you right. know nothing, like you are incapable of living your life. Absolutely. And incapable. Incapable. Um, yeah, it's um, it's really interesting. It's disconcerting. The the I mean, I'm gonna call it. It's just like a seismic shift. Um, and it, you know, it happened what maybe six, seven, eight years ago. And it was a very distinct shift from you know being able to have a healthy conversation to. Division, not. pure division. And so this is what I wanted to talk about, that what Ian Smiths of the world are not talking about. Everybody's saying, okay, look, the lockdowns are coming back. We know this. We know the masks are coming back within the next couple of weeks as part of the preliminaries. But Ian Smith, um, DC Dranos, all these guys are saying, do not comply, right? Okay, so I was, I was a person who did not comply out the gate. I never wore a mask ever. Um, I was at the Reno Air Races. There was a very viral video. My life was threatened. My business was threatened and everything because I stood for medical freedom. And the funny thing about that is there are exemptions in these quote mandates, which are not law that, you know, for medical, it, for medical situations like hearing loss and hearing impairment, which I have. And um, so anyways, I was standing against the mask. My mom and I stood, the, the police had to come to the hotel. I mean, it was a, it was a very big deal. So I know as one of the people from 2020 that was screaming about how bad lockdowns were and how bad masking was from a psychological standpoint, from a suicide you know, ideation standpoint, I know what it was like for me to make the choice to go into a grocery store with other people that I knew that also believed what I believed, but they weren't willing to do it. They weren't willing to do what I did. They said, fuck it. I just want to go get a gallon of milk. I'm going to throw on the mask so I don't have to deal with it. Right. I didn't do that. My code was, no, if I'm willing to do that, what the hell else am I willing to do? Right. I'm way too firm and stubborn that way. I'm like, no, if this is my belief, you're not going to take it from me. And as long as I'm not being illegal or hurting someone, which that was the precipice, right? They said, you're hurting other people. You're a grandma killer. 
And so anyways, I remember what it was like to walk through the world at that time, not complying. Right. And so now, sure, everybody's like, oh, we've got the support. We all know where our people are. So now we're not going to comply and we're going to make sure that, um, you know, we're standing together. But what people don't realize, and this is what has me very, very worried, it's not going to be as easy as it was the first time around. And I right. know how fucking hard it was because this time people are going to die. Right. This time, everybody who got the jab, everybody who got boosted, everybody who got the wokey pokey, um, they are immunocompromised. And whatever strain they release, we've already seen the deaths from with cardiac and lung and any pre-existing stuff that people had living dormant in their body. The, the people that were, you know, uh, injected with the experimental drug, the mRNA, their bodies are already stressed out. Which is why we're seeing them drop dead. They're and, already stressed to the max. And now this next level of the strain. is um, going to push them over the edge because they're compromised. They're going to actually start dying, sadly. Which this is a PSA here, folks. Um, reach out on this podcast. We are working with quite a few people that are helping people that felt coerced into getting it out of their body. Um, we have lots of resources for that, but we will not put it in the show notes. So if you're interested, find a way to connect with us and get the information. Um, and we're seeing success with that and leave that there. But the bottom line is that there's a whole population of people that will continue to roll up their sleeves. Right. They're going to die. And so what's going to happen is the irrational fear they had the first time around because nobody was actually dying from the damn thing is going to become rational right? because they are going to start seeing their friends and family dying of actual, the actual thing, right? The actual V, right? the 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 SARS V, you know what I mean? And so now you're not dealing with people that are irrationally afraid that have some level of cognitive dissonance that can't draw the connection to the fact that like, hmm, the government's telling me this, but this is not what I'm actually seeing in my world. Like my neighbors are not dropping dead. Now their neighbors actually are going to be dropping dead. And so if you're in a grocery store without a mask, they're going to get violent on you. Right. You are a literal threat to their survival now. Right. You actually are. Not because not because this fucking thing can't go through your eyeballs and that their mask actually works, but because now it actually is killing people. Right. It's going to be bad. It's going to be so much harder to not comply this time around. And this is what the global elites know. And this is how the division is going to play out. And I'm right. really worried for civil war. Um. Yeah, it's going to be, um, you know, the first round of, you know, masking and and COVID lockdowns and stuff. There was nothing behind it. It was a test. Mm-hmm. It was an experiment. It was a, it was you know, prep. It was a prep. Um, and, you know, three years ago, they were already talking about the next variant, the one that was going to kill everybody. It wasn't that there was nothing behind it. It was part of the mental conditioning and psychological warfare to prepare people that, look, if we lock down and everybody does their part and social distances and does what they're supposed to do and gets their job, look, we're able to go back to normal life. Things haven't been normal since. And now that it was, that was pre-conditioning. That was prescriptive programming. Right. So now when the government comes back and says, oh, we have a horrible variant. Let's do it again. We did it the first time it worked. Look at that. But the fact is it didn't work the first no, time. No, it absolutely did not. It didn't work in 1919 with the freaking Spanish, Spanish flu. flu. Yeah. You know, it's never worked. No. 
all it is, it's a, it's a power grab. It's more control. It's taking away your freedoms. It's taking away your money, your ability to make up, to provide for your family. It's preparing for the smart cities, which I think we should talk to. And then we need to talk about cryptocurrency. Yeah. So, um, smart cities. Um, so they've been pushing, um, electric cars. We know that electric cars are a huge scam. They are conditioning people to make the choice to not take road trips. Well, you're it, no, the stuff that I saw of late that came out of the WEF is that actually you're going to be allowed one three hour flight a year, uh, every three years. A one short flight every three yeah, years. Yeah, no, there's very specific outlines for these smart cities and what you're going to be allowed. And then it's all tied into social credit systems where you, you actually cannot um, use so much power based upon how you behave in society. Right. I mean, this is all Davos agenda stuff, the internet of bodies. It's all out there. It's all out there. I mean, there. they've got pages of what they're doing. Right. And it's out there. It's uh, available for public consumption. It's, and so they're ushering in smart cities via the climate change. Right. They're using the climate emergency, the boiling planet, COVID lockdown stuff um, to yeah usher in the 15-minute cities. And um, you'll own nothing and be happy. Own nothing and be happy. And, you know, we're seeing that here in California where they're, you know, building these communities and these communities are, are they're like uh, concentration camps. Mm. Everything is within a walled community, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and you look at the way these cities are laid out. This is part of the. Um, Especially if you fly over, you can really you, see it. If you fly over, it's obvious it's what so this stuff obvious. is. Um, and so, uh, you know, all these communities or they've got walls going all the way around them there's you know a couple of ways in and out and i'm thinking to myself holy shit if people need to live here in a hurry they're trapped they're not gonna be able to make it out of here they're all gonna die i'm having a crazy thought and so but they've got the school is in the middle of the city there's a community center there's stores and everybody is going to be within walking distance of everything they need they don't need to drive anymore and so I'm looking at these wall off these, I mean, and they're all independent. You fly over, you look at it, it's like, holy shit. It's obvious what it is. They're all little concentration camps. Everything is like a little cubicle here, a little cubicle there. Every little cubicle has everything you need right in the center of it. All you have to do is walk down the street. You know, everything's within 15 minutes walking distance. And a lot of people will find that attractive. That's what's crazy. And, you know, it is convenient. There's a spot here in Sacramento, like a neighborhood. There's no cars allowed. You have so, to leave your car outside I'm, the community and to walk in. So I'm having a thought, and we do need to talk about crypto too. Um, obviously, everybody at this point should know that the Maui fires were DEW. They were laser energy. They were very targeted. And here's where Satan rewards his his cronies and um, that are doing his bidding. Um, you know, wiping out these communities that have owned this land, this tribal land for years. And they don't carry fire insurance in Maui because why would there be a fire in a rainforest and so now these people cannot rebuild their homes and so what's happening oh the two global elite property managements are coming in and swooping up their land and giving it yeah pennies uh, on the dollar blackrock is in there uh bill gates they is in the there buying shit up thing where um, the riots happen where the soros I mean, riots for george floyd Oprah happen. winfrey's in there swooping shit up oh yeah they went and swooped in all this land um from these people that had had it 
in ge- their family for generations and paid off. They did the same thing with Hurricane Katrina. They right. flooded them out because nobody had flood insurance because right. they couldn't qualify for flood insurance. They swooped in and bought all that New Orleans land. Yeah. And yeah, so we're seeing this over and over. If you if you believe it's climate change, <laughs> the Maui was having a drought. And that's the reason that, you know, Zuckerberg's house didn't burn down. Right. And uh, it was like amidst. It's just funny because the video specifically shows these laser beams just like, you know. Right. I mean, it was so freaking obvious, but then they hide it on the channels. That's the thing. They hide it. And- um, but before we go there, I really wanted to say this. What do you bet? If we're looking at population control as part of the satanic agenda, like he's after souls, right? But the global elites are after population control as part of that. We look at New York and we look at California. What's common between these two states? Number one, the population, right? There's wild pop. It's just very overpopulated in concentrated areas, right? We know as people that fly that... We could give everybody a freaking acre and it, there is so much available land. But anyways, we could get every, give everybody 10 acres. But we also know that the city creation was part of the global elites agenda. And so here you've got high populated, high concentration population in these cities in, in California and New York. And what else is common? That these particular states are allowing massive immense amounts of psychotic people people that have been destroyed from use of drugs and typically some sort of involvement as like in war, right? Where we know they were giving them weird things. Right. They're allowing the homeless population to, to thrive. People are seeing the utter decay of San Francisco. It's literally the wild west out there. Right. And I won't even go in there after this last trip I did. I'm never going back. I mean, I won't say never, but I'm really going to avoid going back to San Francisco. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's real bad. And, you know. But so my question to you is, there's always a plan. There's there's always always a a reason. So why are they flooding high population cities in these states with massive amounts of people that are psychotic? Homeless people. And anybody who wants to bark and say anything about homeless people, I'll tell you right now, I worked as a 5150 responder dealing with this in the hospital. So don't talk to me. (laughs) (laughs) I literally worked at the puff at the psychiatric health facility dealing with schizophrenic. So don't talk to me. Right. (laughs) You know, that's a, their brains are fried. Their brains are fried. And Um, then they got the jab. So they're going to be easily manipulated by a donut. And you know, how many of these people are uh, MK ultra? Oh, a lot. A um, lot of those were part victims. of victims. Yeah, some of the soldiers for sure. And you know, that's a really good question. Um, I know that um, you know, having homeless people. <clears throat> excuse me. You know, I, we see them everywhere. You can't get away from them. No, and, not, it's it's becoming so bad here, in California. Um, There's got to be an agenda. There's got to there, be. There has reason. to be. There has to be a reason why they're allowing this to happen. There has to be a reason why not just allowing it, but there has to be a reason why they're, they're promoting it. In. They're bussing them in. Yeah, and they're building special cities just for the homeless people. They're literally operating just built a brain. You know, we already know that. You know this. You know, the homeless people. They're they're mentally ill. You know, they're they've got drug addled brains. They're dealing like you know the fallout from MK Ultra CIA shit. And but, so but, but like, giving them stuff doesn't help anything. It just makes the problem worse. And it invites more people in because, oh, there's more free shit. 
Uh, yeah. And so when you say they're mentally ill, let me um, explain the neuroscience and brain damage is associated with these level of psychotropics that they're using. Um, their neurotransmitters are literally zapped. And I think that's the part that people don't get. The brain is literally damaged to the point where they hear and see things. It does not fire correctly. Right. They actually are not functioning as a normal human. It's not something like, oh, they mm, have a lot of empathy. No, they're fucking dangerous. I literally had homeless people living in the hallway at my office, so much so in fact that I'm leaving my office, um, because they are a threat. They don't have the natural empathetic ability. They do not have a rational cortex. Their brains it's are gone. fried. And that's what people don't realize. You are dealing with a zombie. Right. You're dealing with a zombie. This is not mentally ill. This is dangerous. And that's what so, people don't get. And, and it might sound rude for me to say, but anybody who works in the neuroscience field will tell you that I am not making this up. Right. And it's like, you know, there's all these movies about like zombie apocalypse. It's here. It's here. You know? <laughs> I mean, and every, the whole drug movement was part of this the too. Whole, yeah. I mean, uh, the, yeah, the crack cocaine. I mean, it, yeah. this shit is frying people's brains and the zombie apocalypse is here this population is not getting smaller every day it grows yeah and you now know? we've got fentanyl which is an interesting and, you know we've got things. we have a government which is actively promoting drug use Yep. It's actively allowing drugs to come across the border unchecked. Every day, more and more uh -huh. people are getting addicted to these fucking horrific drugs. Fentanyl, yeah. crack cocaine. Meth. Meth. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Et cetera. It goes on and on and on. Um, and, I mean, there's, there's millions of fucking tons coming across the border every so the year. the question is, why? why? What is there? Yeah, and so that kind of brings me back to this whole... Is it so they can Trump. vote Democrat? Oh, so this is the funny... No, because they rigged <laughs> the election anyway. Right. So so this brings me back to the Trump thing. What I was going to say was, you know, all of the people, all of the people that are eyes open on this stuff know that the Trump Kennedy family goes way, 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 way back. And that John F. Kennedy Jr. was actually mentored by Trump, um, you know, that... Trump was very close with the Kennedys. And what's interesting is there's radio silence from the right or the conservative side on this relationship. And I think it's very specifically because the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. run is literally all a part of Trump's plan. And I'm not saying Trump's the only one. I think those families have been in cohorts for a long time. Mm -hmm. We were researching this morning. I absolutely believe that John F. Kennedy Jr. isn't alive and well. And we watched some things on that today. It would not be difficult for him to stage his death the way that it was done. All it would take is some savvy parachuter to jump out of that airplane and get picked up by a boat. He conveniently left after dark when he was supposed to shove off earlier. There's all sorts of paparazzi, which he fucking hated, and he never allowed them around. But for some reason, he allowed the paparazzi that day to capture him um, pre-flighting his Piper Saratoga. Which right. Why would he be flying a Piper Saratoga? That was his airplane. But why would he be flying a Piper Saratoga to Martha's Vineyard? Do you think they really flew themselves anywhere? Maybe. No, maybe. Who knows? Anyways, the point is, let's just say, okay, he did. But he allowed the paparazzi to film it. He conveniently left after dark. And then he didn't take his original flight plan over the coast where he would have had millions of places to land if something happened to his airplane at night. Right. He went over the ocean, but not too far offshore. 
Right. Come on. And then it got confused by some layer of um, reflection from New York and, you know, the inversion, temperature inversion. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. No, it made the perfect scenario for him to fake his death. And he did. And he lived out his life with Carolyn Bissett, who is somehow related to Car- to Kaylee McEnany. Anyways, I know I sound like a conspiracy theorist. Well, but, but, the fact, but you, know, you, you, you fact check it. And it comes up as false, so you know it's going to you know be true. You know it's true. You know it's true. So, um, but then if we tie it into Q, there's all this stuff where Q has proven it, it, that the whole Q thing is the future proves the past. Right. So everything that happens now proves something that was said in the past. And everything that Trump has said has been very strategic. Everything that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has said so far has been very strategic. Correct. I mean, it's like wild. I have a tough time listening to him. I really like the man a lot, but I have a tough time listening to his voice. Right. I know a lot of people say that and I shouldn't, but it's hard. You want that kind of sing, not sing-songy, but soothing. Right. And it is not. It's not very soothing. Um, but so the Trump mugshot, obviously, there's a lot. People are going to be doing all sorts of facial recognition stuff. I'm sure we'll be getting a lot coming out with that because, you know, everything was intentional. So he spent quite a bit of time in the mirror with coaches. Getting that mugshot right. Because this one eye is lifted up just so and the lips are first and just the way. I mean, there's rules to how you have to do a mugshot. He nailed it. Uh-huh. And that, that photo is going to be on everything. I mean, everything. And so, you know. This is going to be like the most successful presidential campaign ever. Yeah. And it's going to be the most famous mugshot ever. And and so um, all of that being said, all of this is strategic. But what I will be really interested to watch um, is as the cues start to come out, um, the anon start to kind of piece this together. I guarantee you there will be a cue post from probably 2018 or 2021 that will directly tie to Fulton County, Georgia. They right. freaking knew it was coming. This is all part of the plan. And when Trump showed up with his freaking Trump one jet and his motor brigade, they this was a flag. As soon as he showed up in Fulton, mm-hmm. somebody else hit the green light go button on something over here. Right. Guaranteed. And 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 the Q guys, I don't have time for that crap, but but the Q guys will piece they'll bark it out. Right. Mark it out. So yesterday, my parents sent us a very interesting thing on that citation mm-hmm. that's been lighting all the fires. Did you watch that? I I watched it. It was kind of hard. The 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 guy with the beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To he track kinda, what he was saying. He was kind of garbled. It yeah. was hard to say what he. Yeah. To hear what he was saying. So what's interesting to me is there are people that are watching the air all the time. Right. Literally, they're storm chasers for aircraft, and. They're watching the TFRs. They're watching different things like this, like correlating map events or weather events to aircraft. It's fascinating to watch and what they're determining. But I think we should really switch over to crypto before this thing shuts us off. Right. And I need some coffee. Um, So the crypto thing, here's the deal. This is what... This is what I've been doing a lot of research on. It's something that I'm finding very fascinating. So we've got two systems running side by side right now and you've got an underground crypto which is um like dow tokens and things like that that are 
disenfranchised. They're not associated with the CBDC. Right. There are, um, you know, Ethereum tokens and Bitcoins and all the things. There's a really interesting company for people to keep an eye out for called Stellar. They're acting like they're playing in the, um, the disenfranchised crypto world, but they're actually part of Ukraine and they funded like 88 billion crypto for the CBDC. So people are going to mistake when they, if you're not doing your research on crypto now, you're going to get sucked into the CBDC. Right. And so it's important here where like the, the CBDC, um, and for those who don't know, is the centralized central bank digital currency. And so this is, you know, central bank, it's government run. Um, well, it's actually it's run by the global run. <laughs> run. And it's going to be part of the uh, the social credit score system. So the CBDC is going to allow you to buy certain things depending on, you know, your social credit score, how much gasoline you can buy, how much meat you can buy, um, <clears throat> you know. It's the CBDC will not allow you to save money. You have to spend it. If you get stuck into the system, you're doomed. You will, you will literally own nothing. And so let's talk about how that's going to look. What's how it's going to look is civil war or something will, will ensue when I'm pretty sure it's going to be civil war. Um, and, and from that will be ruined. Your dollar will be worth nothing. People have a hard time picturing this. I had a conversation with my dad about this. He's like, well, I've got my, you know, I've got my money in my coffee can buried in the yard type thing. Well, what you don't realize though is that dollar that could have bought you a candy bar it will now take 17 dollars to buy a candy bar 200 dollars, or 400 dollars to buy a candy bar it's a total we are republic deal there will be yeah no value left in that piece of paper it will make more for you in your fireplace keeping you warm when you have no electricity right and, and so, so the whole cbd system you know the plan is to as they as they roll this out they're going to because there's going to be people that will be hoarding cash and the dollar will be worth absolutely zero your cash will be worth nothing you won't be able to buy anything with right. it um, they're going to do their best to uh devalue all the other digital currency systems and so they're already doing it it's funny because i invested a while ago in crypto and have been watching what's going on and they are very strategically upping cbd crypto and they're devaluing the disenfranchised right. crypto and so so when it comes to like, you know, if you're going to have, you know, you're going to own, own, you know, Bitcoin or some other type of cryptocurrency, you know, the government and the global elite are doing their damnedest to make it worth absolutely nothing. This is where everybody that has their money tied up and invested in this, you need to be patient because the value is going to have to come back up. There's going to be a parallel economy. There's going to exactly. be those that are willing, they're going to buy the fucking story. They're going to sign up for the, uh, the uh, social credit score system. They're going to, they're going to be involved in the, the CBDC because it's going to be easy money. They're going to give people, you know, $2,000 a month just because they're breathing. Yeah. And How many fucking retards are going to sign up for that shit? So to be clear, um, what the devil uses for bad, God can use for good. And that's where people, there are a lot of people that are afraid of the crypto because they feel like it is the mark of the beast. To be clear, it is the mark of the beast. Right. But it's the CBDC that's the mark of the beast, not the other types of crypto, which is the parallel economy. And how it will happen is your bank will shut down on a Friday and on Monday you will get a call that says you need to come in or you'll probably just get an email. 
that says you need to sign these new terms of agreement. Beware of any new terms of agreement because what it is doing is it's coercing you into agreeing to leave the U.S. dollar, which our forefathers were very wise. They were very wise and they protected us in this way. They're going to coerce you to leave the U.S. dollar for the CBDC. And it will happen like that. Suddenly your mortgage is not rooted in U.S. dollar. And that is how it's going to happen. So if you have debt, you need to be really wise. If you have cash, you need to start moving it into other things now. Assets, physical assets and or crypto. You know, as we sell out this baby jet from a corporation standpoint, um, which by the way, we should make an announcement. Flying Yacht Company, for those of you that don't want to be involved in masking TSA regulations, you can own a share in your own regional aircraft and avoid all of this. Flying Yacht Company. Dot com. <laughs> Plug. <laughs> um, but as baby jet sells out, we're going to have to be real because right now the, the thing is, we have the asset, but as that cash comes out, we're going to have to be wise about where we put it. We're not right. going to want to sit on cash. No. We're going to have to invest it in another asset or and or crypto or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, we can't afford to have money in the bank. No, not right so now. So to speak. So people are, are, are going to be afraid of this unknown crypto thing. And so here's the thing is, um, if you get crypto, start with something like Coinbase. Um, you know, put a thousand bucks in there. Um, it's a thousand bucks US dollar, but it's translated to just as if you were to translate euro to dollar or something like that. Right. It's coin to dollar. And, um, if you feel more comfortable right now, put it in US coin. You can actually put it in US dollar, in US mm-hmm. coin. Um, on in Coinbase and then buy yourself a ledger, which is a little tiny hard drive that is um, essentially your coffee can, right? So you, right. you put your crypto on there. I have some in long storage like that, cold storage, they call it. And um, just in case anything happens to Coinbase, which is the bank, right? right. Um, I have it in my coffee can, which is my USB ledger, nano, which people are like that. It's hard to conceptualize, but think about it, people. You're already doing it every You're time. You're already doing it. You hold your card up to a reader. There's no dollar transfer. There's no. coins. There's X's and O's. That's it. This, it's all ones and zeros. And you were saying, and this is what we wanted to talk about, how the faith in the system works. And so, yeah, so uh, the only reason right now that, you know, the dollar's not, U.S. dollar's not based on anything. You know, the United States uh, Treasury came off the gold standard in 1971 when Richard Nixon signed that away. Um, and the only reason why the dollar has value has had value is, you know, that was converted to petrodollar. So you use the you American dollar to trade, you know, buy and sell oil. And so the oil gave it value. Now we've got bricks. And so there's other currencies that are now trading in oil where isn't where prior to that, the global market was required to use the American dollar, which artificially gave the dollar more value. Well, that's going away. Which is why your food prices Which are going Which is why up the price of everything is going through the roof because the, the, the U.S. dollar has no value. It's losing value. And that's what it, people it can't never, get their head around. It never had value to begin with. Right. You know, it was, it's no longer, it lost its value in 1971. Right. The only reason we've managed to keep the economy going is because there is, you know, this belief that the dollar actually has value. And at the end of the day, it does not. Um, that's and, a lie. 
And that's all part of their plan. They've been doing this for a while. That's all part of what they're doing. I love your body. Um, and so, you know, it's all part of, of their long-term strategy and how they can usher in the mark of the beast. Right. Um, you want to talk on Epstein while we have a few minutes left? Okay. So this is interesting. Oh, real quick. And I want to, re- I'm really curious to see how Q breaks down Trump's speech with Tucker, because I guarantee you, he dropped codes in there too. Oh, definitely. Anyways. Okay. Anyway, so Epstein. Um, it ties into the banking stuff. And so Jeffrey Epstein ties into the banking stuff. So this is interesting. So everyone that has attempted to look into Jeffrey Epstein's financial history has, uh, has, come up dead um you know i don't know if jeffrey epstein is still alive or not they say he's dead but i'm not really sold on that kind of like the whole kennedy thing um however so you know we all know that jeffrey epstein was in the process of buying and selling underage girls to rich people um that's what he did um there is not one person in our government that was ignorant of that fact. Everyone you have voted for is well aware of what was going on with Jeffrey Epstein and the- And this all ties to sex trafficking, which is why the porn industry drives me fucking bonkers. So it's all tied into sex trafficking. You know, this is another reason why, you know, open borders is a really bad idea. And it's not just underage girls. It's not just underage, it's boys. Boys too. Um, You know, the debauchery is just, has no fucking limits. And so what the government does is the government used Jeffrey Epstein to control the financial markets and you know uh what's interesting is and a lot of most people don't know this is that you know our tax dollars went to jeffrey epstein to the tune of billions of dollars jeffrey epstein would go and invest in you know a hedge fund account or a money management company you know uh bear stearns or whatever and he'd invest you know billion a billion dollars and he'd walk in one day and say, hey, I want all my money right now. And, you know, they'd write him the check, give him his money back. And that would literally implode the company. You know, how many bank implosions are caused by people walking in that have maybe, you know, a shit ton of money in a bank say, I need all my money right now. Mm-hmm. And they give him the money. 24 hours later, the bank is insolvent. The fact is most people don't know this with the federal reserve system most people don't know that the federal reserve is a privately held company it's owned by the rockefellers the rothschilds jp morgan chases of the world um so those may be like five or six people that actually own all the money in in the united states um and so when you go into a bank you know if everybody that had money in a particular bank went in at the same time and wanted their money back, the bank could not do it. It's only got, you know, 1% of every dollar that's been deposited in the bank is actually there. The rest of it is out in loans and all kinds of other stuff, stock market, whatever. So if, you know, you went into the bank and you put a dollar in, a hundred people went in and put the dollar in, there's a hundred dollars on, you know, on the ledger. One person walks in and says, I want my dollar back. They get their dollar. The bank has no money left. If the next guy walks in and says, I want my dollar, they'd be like, sorry, it's not here. Right. And so this is where the faith in the banking system is keeping the economy afloat. Yes. There is no money. There's no money out there. But that ties to Epstein again, how? Because he walked in, he gets his 1% out of the fucking bank. 
that's all the money the bank has. So, but what are you saying? I'm, I'm missing the connection here. I thought this was tied to the blackmail. <laughs> so, it's all tied I to the blackmail. I thought that's where we were going here. Oh, so, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. <laughs> so, anyway, so, you know, we've got these different, you know, financial institutions, you know, banks and, and uh, money management, you know, firms that, you know, the global elite are trying to control. They want to control what the money's doing, where it comes and goes, and who does what. And so, you know, if there's a... a uh, upper management in a financial institution that isn't doing what the global elite would like them to do. They blackmail. They'll blackmail them. If the blackmail doesn't work, they'll go in and destroy and they'll, the bank. They'll just they'll take their money out. They'll make their withdrawal like SVB. SVB and the 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 institution will implode. So SVB that just happened fairly recently. Who did they piss off? Right. Okay. Right. I mean. Uh, was their upper management saying, it's like, you know, this is kind of shady. We're not going to do it. And BlackRock's like, you're going to do it or else. And it's like, no, we're not going to touch it. And BlackRock in and takes their investment. Boom. 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 Bank, Bank is gone. And then who, who swoops in to take it over? BlackRock. They own it anyway. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, the FDIC swoops in and takes it over. Who's the FDIC? Rockefellers. Rothschilds, JP Morgans. And the sad part is, is that our US tax dollars are bailing these fucking banks out. The whole thing is wild. And then we go all the way back to, I mean, this is a total side gig here, but what you were talking about, you know, I've done a lot of research on uh, glyphosate and you were talking about Alex Jones years ago, talking about the gay frogs. The gay frogs. <laughs> and we started having this conversation. It's like, oh my gosh, they have been doing this for, they have been in the works on this for so long. Right. And we had a really good run of like, 30 years of kind of living in naivety. But my whole thought is like, and what we were kind of talking about at four o'clock this morning is we probably have a solid good year left in terms of the country looking kind of like what the country looks like. Right. How do, what do we want to do? What do we want to see? Yeah. I want to get to Maine and see the fall colors. I want to get to Hawaii one more time, you know, right. And sit on a beach with a pineapple <clears throat> drink, you know, like, right. but then other than that, it's a it's apocalypse time. It's savage. Yeah, it's um, it's really interesting what's happening right now. It's uh, a little on the scary side, um, and it's ramping up. It had quieted down, and this is classic narcissistic behavior, which is what the global leads are. They gave just enough to get you back on the shelf and get you comfortable, and now they're going to hammer down twice as hard. And so it's like you know, this is the psychological thing. It's the it's the six to one ratio. Elaborate. Elaborate. So they have proven that this is how this is how casinos make their money. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So it's a six to one. It's a six to one ratio. You'll go in your, in your casino. You'll play. You know the the slots or blackjack or whatever, and you're gonna win one out of every six times. Just out of enough one out to of keep six you times. coming back. Just enough to keep you coming back. Just enough to keep you playing. You're gonna lose six times. You're gonna win once. The house is never gonna lose. The house is sure. never Otherwise they wouldn't be in business. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, this is the same bullshit. You know, the elites, they know the fucking mm -hmm. this is the magic number. Mm -hmm. Um they're gonna hammer down, they're gonna give us, you know, six bad things, and then they're gonna give us a little bit of hope. It's like, ooh, we can win something. We got we we're winning. We we're winning. We we won. No, we didn't win. We just lost six fucking times. 
going to be really interesting to see when the Antichrist rolls on scene. Now that we've got all this AI technology, Chris said something really interesting from six foot seven the other day. Um, he, uh, he's, he sent a message on, cause I sent him something a long time ago on aliens. And he said that he thinks there's this whole ploy with the bad aliens and good aliens, but that there's a whole nother underground movement associated with this because there's been all that ramp up of the aliens and stuff. Remember, but now it's kind of quieted I think down. It's a, that was a distraction. Yeah. So, but it's interesting to see how AI is going to play out. You know, AI wrote that book about the Maui fires within uh, like 17 minutes of the fires beginning. Right. And it was out on Amazon for sale. You can actually look this up. But um, AI is going to be a big player in terms of the Antichrist death and rebirth. It's going to be really interesting to see how all this technology starts to play out. Right. We've got and, a few minutes left before it shuts us off. Yeah. Anyway, you know, in, in the uh, AI, you know, it's the lines are getting pretty blurry. It's hard to tell what's real and what's not real. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if I'm online reading a news story, my mind is like, okay, is this, you know, AI, AI, or is, or is this a real person writing this news article? It's pretty wild. I had AI write my bio, remember? And it yeah. was so crazy. I, I literally only just went into chat GPT and said, write a bio for Michaela Renee Johnson. And it went on the freaking internet and grabbed everything about me and wrote a bio. It was like teaching, a, helping others soar high with her written prowess and conglomeration of aviation. I mean, it was so weird. It was like, what? It knew I was a psychotherapist. It knew I was an aviator. It knew I had a podcast. It knew that I wrote books. I mean, it was freaking a trip. I was like, this could be a eulogy. <laughs> right. And so, you know, the question is, is, um, you know, chat GTP AI can go on the internet. We're all out there. Anybody that's got a smartphone, Oh, yeah. They Anybody's know got a flip phone. Way more about you than you even probably know about yourself. Exactly. <laughs> and so this is scary. So it's like, you know, when artificial intelligence decides that they've had enough of humanity, yeah. they know yeah. exactly where we all are. Yeah. The only people I can't fucking track, and they're going to be able to track it with Skynet now. And they've got the minds of all the brightest in their system. They've got and, the, and they've this got the collective the hive mind. I mean, I believe this is how Satan is communicating, is via this AI. Um, also, I should probably just put a little disclosure here at the end of this podcast that we took a break. It was a good four to five weeks. And my intention was to shut down the podcast after the end of this year, because we're working on so many things for what's coming. Um, but there's so much going on there's a lot that we had on. to touch base here. But yeah, I took a break because we, we were doing a lot. We had a lot in summer camp and just so much stuff going and it didn't, but I feel kind of bad. Anyway, so artificial intelligence, you know, it's going to continue to evolve and become more and more in tune with what we're doing, it's gonna become dangerous for us. You know, artificial intelligence is gonna decide what we can buy and what we can't oh, yeah. buy. Oh, it's yeah. already got control of the credit cards. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, the CBDC is all tied into it. Buy crypto, not CBDC. Be very mindful about it. Be very Yeah, choice. buy crypto, um, you know, buy physical things, you know, precious metals, silver, gold. Assets, assets land. Assets, land. Um, tiny house for your land. Solar yeah. power generator. Um, water you filtration. Want, you know, probably everybody's seen Terminator. Any of those series. <laughs> um, I think that's 
that's predictive of our future. Well, it is all predictive programming. Gosh, all these clips of movies are coming out that have been going on since the 80s up until just this past year. But, you know, like this whole, you know, Elon Musk launched that Skylink thing. We can literally get a fucking internet connection in the middle of the goddamn jungle with no cell towers anywhere around us. We right. have, we can pick up the internet. Yeah. If we can pick up the internet, they know where to find you. They can pick up us. They can pick us up too. Well, so because we're all energy. We are all energy. We're all electricity. And so, um, you know, the future is going to be interesting. Um, I mean, I'm curious. Keep your lanterns lit. Keep your lanterns lit. I'm curious, and I'm a little bit concerned. I want. I want to. Same time. I want to end on this, which is something that Steffi had reminded me was um, scripture, which is, um, you know, I'll. I'll paraphrase. You don't have to be nice, <laughs> but really what it is, is it says, speak your words with grace and a little bit of salt. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that scripture in particular talks to the fact that we don't have to put up with people's debauchery. Right. We don't have to put up with these loose morals. We don't have to put up with people, you know, trying to coerce us into destroying our bodies or taking the mark of the beast. Right. That's going to get us into trouble. You know, this whole narrative of, um, live your life and be happy. This podcast is literally called be you find happy. Right. But the pot, but that idea nowhere in the Bible does it say just do whatever makes you happy. Right. No, it says do whatever is morally right. Correct. And, um, sometimes that means standing up for shit. That's not right with a vengeance. Right. Like, um, and I think this is where, you know, God's love was with an iron fist in a lot of ways. I mean, only eight people made it on the ark, right? <laughs> the rest they perished in the flood. Right. And I think that, you know, a lot of young people, especially these days, and it's not just young people think, Oh, I get to do whatever I want to. I only get one life YOLO. So do whatever you want to be happy and, you know, destroy people's lives in the process. Yeah. You don't get to do that. No. And I, well, you can, but judgment day is coming and it's coming faster than we think. Yeah. I think you're right. And I think that, um, what we need to do this time around with our do not comply is we need to sprinkle a little bit of salt in with our grace, but there's got to be some grace about it too. True. Yeah. Coffee time. Coffee time. (laughs) This has been a BU Find Happy podcast. For more inspiration, check out the links.